Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. And you are joining us a day late because Mother Nature thought it'd be cool to have a tornado touchdown like five-ish miles from the house. Yeah. So. Lots of stuff screwed up all over the area. Power outage. A few times. Yeah. Flickering lights. So. We didn't want to totally lose you guys. Luckily. Mid-episode. We were safe. Uh, some people around us did lose their homes, which is highly unfortunate. Very sad. But, we are fine. Yes, we are. Day late and a dollar short. So, here we are. Uh, we're going to start off with some gun news. Gun news, gun news. So, some continuous, continuing news from last episode, I believe. We talked about Masterpiece Arms signing Travis Tomasi, and I commented on the picture, telling him and asking him, hoping for him that they would build him a limited proper gun in 40. He confirmed they are currently working on a 40 together for him to use. Which is awesome. Fantastic. Um, that's it for Masterpiece, yes? It is. Yes. On to Sig. Hooray. I've I'm I've kind of developed into a Sig fangirl. Hmm. Which is Mike's fault. Seems like you've gone too far. I You cannot be helped. I can't be helped. Um but I don't want help. <laughs> I'm kinda of digging the Sam Sig fan life. So the uh Sig Spectre is the newest edition uh, that they've come out with. It is on the 365XL model and the 320X compact models. They are done by SIG Custom Works. Um, they look super cool. They have like this gray battle-worn type slide looking finish. They have a really aggressive texture on them. They still have the same X features, so flat face trigger and all that. Um, looks like there's some porting on the slide or some slide cuts on them. But I don't know if the barrels are ported as well from the I pictures. It doesn't look. I don't think it is. But just the lightning cuts on the slide. It looks very cool. It looks very rugged. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. It's a. Uh, it's cool to start seeing them come out with different uh, versions of things. Mm-hmm. So this will be the third. I believe the third gun available to the cust to the to the general market, out of the custom works. The first one being the AXG Scorpion, mm -hmm. at least to my knowledge. I don't know if any other ones are available. The Custom Works built things for other people. Mm -hmm. uh, like, they build the 320 that the, uh, uh, crap. The, the guards for the, uh, Tomb of the Unknown, I believe is it. Man, I'm really bad, I should have looked it up, but they build that gun. Okay. Um, it's a fancy, very good looking, super high polished blue 320 with like wood grips. Oh wow. It's very cool. And they created that and now they're making this. They're right. Spectres. Yep. Very cool. So they're doing cool stuff. It's kind of like the Germans want to fight out who can have the best custom shop looking ones. Like Walther's got their custom... What do they call theirs? Verkus something? 
Yeah, something. Yeah. And they also make very cool looking ones that are. So there's a battle going on there for German custom factory guns. The best type of competition. And you know, yeah. neither of them will go down without a damn good fight. True. On to a uh, new product coming out that I am not a fanboy of. Smith & Wesson is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> nice try and cover. Uh, they are coming out with another M&P. From what I can tell, it's just going to be a limited run. They're calling it the uh, M&P... Oh, what the heck is it? M&P 2.0 Optic Ready Spec Series Kit. What a mouthful. Yeah. So, this is a four and a half inch gun with the FDE slide, optic ready, black frame, full size frame, threaded barrel, suppressor height night sights, and it looks to come with a crimson trace dot. And you know it's only because I they know, own them. I know. It upsets me that they put that on there. <laughs> Uh, but what this one does have is it finally has the prior availability was only to law enforcement guns. Uh, front serrations that go all the way to the top of the slide, not the scallops only. Right. That was a poor excuse for front serrations. Yeah. I would, uh, I would have to agree. And this also comes with a little uh, challenge coin and some... Like a boot knife, knife looking thing. Yeah, knife. Uh, overall, it looks cool. This is kind of their first. Eh, they had another tactical one before. Did you mention that it has a brown slide? Yeah, FDE. Yeah. yeah. It's like the same color as their 5 inch FDE. Mm -hmm. Usually, if you took the top off of one and the bottom off of another and made a bit. I think it's cool. I can't help but think sometimes when gun companies are like going and pushing guns out pushing guns out and they're like taking a break and they just look back at the parts bin and go huh how did we end up with extra four and a half inch slides extra full-size grips that are black we need to get rid of these someone find threaded barrels and night sights put them together <laughs> <laughs> have have marketing whip up a coin and call cold steel and tell them we need a thousand knives right like, <laughs> let's make the kit it's kind of fun that I got to talk about the SIG guns and you got to talk about the Smith & Wesson guns, fanboy. There's no fanboy here. You are a fanboy. We're not going through this again. Next question. So, uh, also a gun that I've been accused of being a fanboy of. <laughs> See? I can't be a fanboy of 2-1, right? Oh, a fanatic of many. <laughs> well, uh, JJ has leaked, uh, and I'm sure he's allowed to say it now. He's waiting for... The production model mm -hmm. of a Beretta 92X Performance Optic Ready. It looks really cool. Like it looks, it looks really good. Yeah, looks like a 92X Performance with a red dot on top. I know, <laughs> but like the just like the color scheme, with the red dot. Like it just, it's it's sharp. It's a sharp gun, and then you go and make it even sexier and put a red dot on it. I did find out because I was playing with a 92X performance today mm -hmm. and I was like man this coating feels like and looks like nickel boron but it looks like a different shade 
Mm-hmm. So I went hunting to find out what exactly it was. And it's called like Nitsan. And it is like 65% tin and like 35% uh, nickel. It's very slick. It's very... uh, It explains like the unique finish. Yeah. Yeah. Good looking gun. This is one of the things that I was just like, man, I really want to find out what this is. Do you think JJ's going to shoot carry optics? I do. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's to bridge the gap because I'm sure he likes shooting production. Uh, he's a dot guy. Mm-hmm. So, shooting open, he also changed a bunch on his open gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's finally got uh, some loads and some other tweaks figured out. But I think it's also beneficial for him to shoot a production type gun like a ready to buy gun mm-hmm. as opposed to open yeah and in order to do that with a dot gonna have to do something and i'm not exactly sure he wants to shoot a apx right uh, which you can do with him. a red dot Ugh. so Yuck. yeah gonna have those as an option which is awesome i really do wonder if they contacted Ernest and Kind of collaborated with him, and once they saw what he could do with a regular 92, do it with a 92X performance. Mm-hmm. But it is not released yet. Again, much like JJ's open gun, I'm sure it's like one of two. Right. Yeah, practice with this until we get the full production yeah. line done. So time will tell. Right. But very exciting. Shooting sports? Shooting sports. Hey guys, I'm sorry if you hear uh, excessive breathing and coughing. Uh, I have a really bad, like, nasal infection or sinus infection going on, and it has been killing me all weekend. (coughs) So I apologize. Bless you. Uh, So this weekend was the Kentucky Championships. Yes. I Uh, like, in practice score, they just call it the KY section. Nice. (laughs) Hope nobody got pop or fucked without well, the KY. Oh, jeez. Ha ha. Crunch. Everyone write in and tell her how bad her puns are. You guys love my puns. No one loves your puns. People love you my puns. You don't even love your puns. I do. The cats don't love your puns. They don't have to. <laughs> anyway. You should accept them. The winners. Love me as I am. The winners. <laughs> let's start with Gary Optics. Um, first place we have Trace Decker. Then Brandon Elias, then Matt Hopkins. What what? And a lot before we go into like all of them, all of them. So a lot of our local shooter friends went and drove down to shoot this match. Our a Chicago lot of gunslingers. Our Chicago gunslingers. Um, and our buddy Dave shooting carry optics took fifteenth. That's right, top sixteen. What what? Congratulations, buddy. You have earned it, sir. Uh, limited. Mr. Uh, Shane Coley. Yep. Uh, followed by Patches Reader and Ramen Salihi. I think this is the first time I've ever seen anybody named Patches. Aside from the movie Dodgeball. Patches O'Hulahan. <laughs> but, congrats. As always. Moving on to open. John Vlieger. 
Jake Reed, Chris Keen. And we have PCC, Jason Clark, Ryan Campbell, and Anthony Zabonik. And production, which is what a lot of our Chicago guys shoot, is Weston Hensley, Brennan Decker, and in third place, my buddy Mo. Yay, Mo! If you guys remember, Mo is one of the guys that joined us on the uh, 2021 Nationals Marathon. Mm-hmm. He was a big part of that discussion of the round table that he, we had. He was the GM. He was the, That threw yes. down the GM card many a times yes. during the discussion. So, as you can see, he can actually shoot as well as he can, well, just toss around his GM status. So, congratulations, buddy. Well deserved. I hope you get a very nice plaque that says KY in giant letters. <laughs> Also, a little further down the list, this isn't a Chicago guy, but in fourth place, my buddy Jonathan Parker. So he's been rocking and rolling in production. I love it. Keep killing it, man. We will be training together very soon. And then sixth place for production, Mr. Joe Sanchez. Yes, what, yes. What? Also, Joe was with us. In the Chicago Gunslingers. And, and during our podcast and the Nationals. Joe is also the guy, I know I keep bringing it up, but this is so you guys can start to know the people we hang out with and shoot with. Joe is the guy that I borrowed a shadow to. That sh saved your ass at Nationals in 2020. Yes. Crazy Uncle Joe. But not that crazy guy. My crazy guy. <laughs> crazy fun. Yes. And then a little bit further down the list, but still in the top 16. Mr. Larry Damore. <laughs> And we have to say it that way because, you know, you got a gangsta. So, I, from what I heard, Larry had kind of a really bad hiccup on the stage. Uh-huh. And still held it together. This right here is proof. Like, I've seen Larry fall apart at local matches. Mm -hmm. uh, proof that the rock star that Larry legitimately is proves that he can just handle pressure like anybody or like nobody and just do what he does. Goes, shoots his thing. But it's apparently got to be at a big match. Yeah. So. Yeah, he definitely, he performs really well under pressure, I feel like. Yeah. So, congratulations, everyone. Special congratulations to all of our Chicago family. You guys did a great job representing. What, what, Chi-Town? We are sorry we couldn't join you. But we couldn't join you. Well, I could have. Uh, you could have. That's true, actually. Yeah. Well, I sit home in my pajamas. Take a break. When I when I wasn't working, I was at home in my pajamas, recouping from my sinus infection. <laughs> so, uh, I couldn't join because because I drove up to Michigan, way up north, by uh, about an hour south of Traverse City, to a town called Lake City, to join a uh, in a class with my buddy. Manny, from Manny Things, or Manny, Manny Talk Talks shooting. shooting, and my buddy Joe, Joey. Wisco Joe on Instagram. Yeah. We, he, they invited me, they had an opening, so I went up, and the opening was for a Tim Heron class. So, Tim and I have talked for a while, we've been friends now for a couple years, on and off. I have taken one virtual coaching session with him. And he has been on my radar to take a class from him for a very long time. Probably a year after I started shooting. So about five years. Yeah. 
Uh, needless to say, this class it was a two-day class. Let's start with the range. The range is MTC, which is Midwest Training Center, I believe, or Tactical Center. It's one of the two. I don't remember. It's the only one in Lake City. It is sandy, but it is very cool. They have two thousand yard ranges. They have some other little closer rifle ranges. They have a steel bay area, the practical pistol base, a precision 22 long rifle ray bay, a shoot house, and a 360 bay. Super cool. Yeah, the range is beautiful. It was awesome. It was hot as shit. And the sand didn't help. You got a lot of sunshine, mister. I did. Get, I'm very, very, like, the anti-raccoon right now. I'm, I'm the raccoon's worst enemy. Right. White sunglasses mark on the face. That's the bad thing about a range, right? Like, anywhere else you'd be like, oh, I went out to the sporting event. I got a nice tan. I can't do that at a range. I gotta have to have the safety glasses on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it would look pretty good. Now it just looks a little weird. <laughs> So, two-day match. Two-day class. Or two-day class, followed by a one-day match, which we will get into afterwards. The class starts off after his brief introduction. I was going to say short introduction, but we'll save the short <laughs> jokes. Uh, everybody introduces themselves. He goes, all right, gear up. We're going to go shoot a stage. Okay. His class takes two bays to have set up. One is set up for drills and learning. The other one is set up for a stage, which is for shooting the stage and also for learning. So we shoot it like a normal uh, match. Here's the shooting order, blah, 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 blah. And you see Tim grabs his notebook. He has somebody run the timer and somebody run the tablet. And he has a page dedicated to each shooter. And he is just writing away notes as you shoot the stage. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. And this plays into a little bit further down the road. He goes off this list because, yes, it is a group class. Yes, you learn as a group. But he is a very, very, very good ability at making individual goals, individual learning, extremely possible in his class. Really and cool. we had a huge array of talent. Like, where's your talent in here? We had one lady, never shot competition in her life. She showed up with a Glock 43X and like five magazines. <coughs> Excuse me. So she had to have her mags loaded quite often. <laughs> uh, he is... All the way up to, like you said, like... Basic level shooters, all the way up to like, what would you say, like the highest level shooter was? Like, is there like, you know, classification? A, A, A M, yeah. Okay. <coughs> I'm dying. I've noticed. I'll keep asking you questions that involve a lot of talking. Sure, do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, like I said, he's taking notes. Tim's very good at assessment, and he is very. The way he delivers information to you. Super practical, super easy to understand, but it's also, uh, you've met Tim, 
Tim is a very nice guy. Tim has a way of still being a nice guy, but not accepting people's bullshit excuses. I mean, there are plenty of times where people are like, oh, this, that, and the other. He goes, oh, really? All right, well, let, let, let's go test that theory. Jackie's trying to be discreet and hand me a cough drop. The crinkling wrapper was too much. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we cover everything that Tim finds important. He's a huge proponent of grip. That's a big portion. Mm -hmm. And then you end up shooting the stage again on day two. So day one after the stage, bunch of learning, bunch of drills. Day two, first thing you do, shoot a stage. The same one that you shot same the Same one. Stage. stage doesn't... That stage stays up the whole weekend. Start to see improvements. And now this time, Tim shot. So you can kind of see where you are... Comparatively. To him. Mm -hmm. Which was important to me. Because I wanted to see where do I place... I was really one of... Half the class maybe is... Three of us were USPSA people. The other half were IDPA. And then the other half had never taken a class before. Or shot competition. So... I really wanted to see like... That's always the thing that matches... Whether it's who, who's ever ahead of me. Like, where are they losing time? Mm -hmm. Raw foot speed, I don't lose to a lot of people unless it's like Albert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to keep up foot speed with Albert. So where do most people end up losing? On a stage, this would be the perfect opportunity to see firsthand. Mm -hmm. So when we shoot the stage, run through it, I got like a... It was a 27 point or 27 target stage with uh, three poppers. And I did it in 20 set 20.1 20 seconds, I think. So not 27 targets. Is 27 shots? Yeah, what did I say? You said 27 targets, but I, I wanted, I was, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's correct. <laughs> I think the cough medicine is talking to me. I think so. Go on. <laughs> anyway, I did it in like 20.1. Mm -hmm. Tim does it in like 1875. Damn. And I'm like, man. All right. So, Tim and Albert are both short, so... Lower center power, it's, fast it's, little legs. Yeah, it's a little quick little legs, man. <laughs> I also shot with Jake, who is the host. Mm -hmm. uh, Jake, for the life of me, dude, I can't remember your last name. Hell of a dude, thank you for getting me into the class. He's another one of those short fuckers <laughs> that they run around. He runs around a lot like Vlieger. He looks like uh, a squirrel did a line of coke and then came <laughs> to shoot a stage. That's how he moves. Tim's a little more controlled. He's a little smoother. Anyway, got me lost on the short, short jokes. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh yeah, he did it in 1875. Then came probably the coolest part of the class to me. Was after we shot it, he was like, alright, this is going to be the long part of the class. But I feel it's kind of important. So, 
bear with me and hopefully you see it as important as I do. He literally took each student one by one and broke down positions on the stage with just shot. So I'll use me as an example. I, I'll be blatantly honest with you guys. Tim asked me, what do you want to get out of this? I said, I want to know how I gave up two seconds to you. How did I lose by that? He's like, what? I guarantee you we're going to find it in the first two positions. I even have to shoot the back half of the stage. He goes, all right, you went to the right first, right? Yep. All right, let's do it. Going back and forth, we talk about coming in a little softer, de-accelerating a little more, aiming a little bit sooner through the wall, and shooting sooner. So, for example, most people, I included, have a tendency to wait to shoot until they see the whole target. Mm -hmm. You don't need to see the whole target is if what you're aiming at is the A zone. Mm -hmm. So the A zone happens to appear, the full A zone appears sooner than the whole target. I'm going to try and remember the numbers. Uh, I'm really having trouble remembering anything right now. But I think my time to first shot when I ran the stage was 299 to first shot. It was, it was a, I don't know, eight yard uh, sprint to the corner of a stage maybe. I want to say it was a 299 to an open target. Anyway, I ended up coming in softer, coming in lower, shooting sooner to the tune of getting everything done. Everything. In about the same time it took me to originally get to the position. Oh, wow. So, right there, that's a second. Mm -hmm. Right? I saved an entire second on one position. Tim, being the smartass that he is, he's like, all right, we're halfway there. That's one second down. Let's find one more. Let's go to the second position. And this one was a little trickier. This was two open targets, one mini popper on the move. I did take it on the move. But he starts kind of narrowing and nitpicking about what I was doing on the move. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not shooting as fluently or as quickly as you would as if you weren't moving. Which I was like, duh, most people don't. He goes, you'll never will, but yours is such a dramatic difference. Let's see if we can make it closer. And that was, I need to get lower. He goes, you're a real tall, big guy. You always want to stand tall over everything. I need you to get down to my height while you're moving and shooting. I'm like, all right, I did it. Felt really weird but oddly felt really controlled. Like, the transition from, like, paper to paper to steel was so fast. I was like, that, that just happened. Like, I was shocked I did it. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel out of control. I didn't feel like I had to, like, rush, hurry anywhere. It was just happening. And then the last part of that one was a lone target a little further away. I overran it, 
again, exposing the whole target. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just going to where I can see the whole A-zone, shooting and leaving. Mm -hmm. When that's all said and done, and ran that drill four or five more times, and once I did it once perfectly, according to Tim, I asked to do it again to see if I could repeat it. Like, I don't want to make sure, I want to make sure it wasn't a fluke. Mm -hmm. Like, is this actually sticking with me? Sure enough, same thing. My split times were almost identical. Everything was there. We start adding the calculations from my stage time before. He goes, that was roughly a 1.1 second gain. <coughs> Excuse me. So if you're keeping track, it's my two seconds. Hang on one sec, guys. And we're back. <clears throat> Sorry. I muted that because that would have blown out speakers. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you're keeping track of the math at home, that was my two seconds. And I didn't even shoot the back half of the stage. Yeah. So seeing how it is done uh, with my own eyes, real time, mm -hmm. was extremely eye-opening. Yeah. I mean, really, really eye-opening. Yeah, I'm really glad that you got a chance to do that this weekend. I'm glad Manny brought it up. Yeah, right. We talked about it on his podcast originally. Yeah, just uh, like two, three weeks ago we talked yeah. about it and said, hey, it's in a week and a half. Let's make it happen. Well, so, um, second day after you do the uh, running to the stage and then the one-on-one -on -one time, mm -hmm. he likes to run a little competition now. This is new. It was a uh, man-on-man. It was pretty fun. I don't know if he's going to change it up, so I won't go into it. But it created very friendly competition. Mm -hmm. And then we ran his barrel drill. Which, if you don't know what it is, it's two barrel stacks, three targets. You have to keep moving. One shot per target. Nine shots total. The kicker is, you have to have all alphas. The double kicker is your splits and transition times cannot deviate more than 0.1 second. Can you guess why this drill is very hard for me? Because um, you double tap and you have like... Ba -ba, right. ba -ba. So, now you're asking me to only do it one per target. And obviously on the ends of the barrels, right, on either end, you can see all three. So you can just bop, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But when you get into the center, you kind of, as you roll through, you start to see more. You start to see all the targets. Mm -hmm. So in a stage, we would generally speed up because you don't want to miss the shot. You can't see the air quotes, miss the shot. Mm -hmm. And I saw that in my first two runs. You're allowed four chances. And it would be pretty consistent. Bop, bop, bop. And then it would be bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop, bop. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep walking. I'm just going to roll through at my own pace. I'm going to do my own thing. I tried gaming at one stage. I literally walked through the whole thing and I went, one, one thousand, bop, one, one thousand, bop, one, like, counting it. Mm -hmm. And again, in the center, I just went faster. Mm -hmm. 
And then when I decided just to let it shoot at my speed, because I heard everybody else shooting slow. I'm like, that's the ticket, right? You got to do it slow. Tim kept telling me, he goes, just do it at your pace. You walk and shoot faster than a lot of people. You transition faster. Go at your own pace. And I did that. And I did the time. All of the targets were clean, except one. <laughs> I had one delta on my very last target. It was my very last shot. Oh, man. On my very last chance. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Uh, I missed the barrel drill. Did you progressively get better from the yes. first to the fourth? Yeah. It is a very it is a deceptively hard drill. Mm -hmm. So he's been doing this for two years now. And he's only, up until that point, given out 13 patches. Wow. And he teaches pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, fuck that drill. It was very hard. Like, it was a drill that really kicked my ass. But, not only did my buddy Joey get number 14, my new friend Jake and new friend Tim, another classmate, not Tim Heron, all got patches. So three patches handed out during one class. It's the most he's ever handed out in one class, period. Wow. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, from the sounds of, like, the way you talked about the weekend, you guys have a really good group. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very good group. And there were 14, you said? Yeah, 14. 14 students? 14, and it dropped to 13 after day one. Some mechanical issues from an open shooter, but what else is new? <laughs> so, would I uh, highly recommend Ter Tim Heron's class? Uh, yes, a thousand times yes. This isn't because Tim's a friend of mine. I'm going to be 100% honest, it does take a special type of instructor. Not every instructor is capable of providing individual attention and learning for such a vast array of skill levels in his class. Mm -hmm. And conveying a message as somebody who has trained with some of the best shooters in the world, I will say... So far, Tim has probably been my best favorite class, period. That's awesome. So, I'll take it again because I need to get that stupid barrel patch. <laughs> God, I hate that thing. Anyway, thank you, Timmy. Thank you, Manny, Jake, and everybody for getting me into that class. It was a ball. I had a great time with you guys that weekend. Hope to do it again soon, and I hope to be back up at the MTC range for some other events, maybe in the future. So. Um, is that for shooting sports? I did not shoot this week. I am on a mild hiatus. I'm getting back into my dry fire swing and just taking a couple weeks off for me. Gotta clean my gun. That's important. Cleaning guns. Dry fire. Get some stuff done. Make some ammo. Yeah. Need me some more ammo, <laughs> especially after this weekend. Yeah, wasn't that bad though? Yeah. Oh, I guess in the shooting sports section, I should talk about the little match I shot. Oh yeah. They put on a little outlaw match that I stayed for and shot on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's uh, 
obviously an outlaw, it's unsanctioned. There was only like 15 shooters. But it was very cool. The first stage was very pro-am-ish. That was all steel. And they had three colors on the steel. And three positions. You had to shoot all the red from every position. Then all the white from every position. And all the blue from every position. Very patriotic. And it sounds like a run around in circles kind a of thing. A lot of running. Basically, it's like the front portion of a tea drill. Mm -hmm. It was very, very exhausting. Uh, stage two was USPSA inspired. Uh, Tim, me, and a couple other guys built that stage. It's based off of, loosely off of one of Tim's uh, personal stages that he's used in other classes. Uh, stage three was the class that we shot all weekend. Because why not use it again? Right. Stage four was their shoot house. Which is cool. Really cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Very different. And stage five. This was a first for me. I have shot out of a car before. Once. But I have not shot in a 360 bay. So when they put out markers... For what would be the new, quote-unquote, 180. I was like, oh. This is weird. So is it like a, like a slice of the pie that's the no-flag zone? or? Yeah, so they put out two cones. Because mm -hmm. there would be no reason for you to point a gun in that one certain direction. Yeah. So, when you were in the car, you had to shoot steel. From inside the car. Then when you got out of the car, you had to shoot paper and run to the left, rearward. And then the 180 was a little to the left of that. Wow. It was interesting. I feel like um, you'd be like a sheep. <laughs> like, like without having a 180 mark, like, what do I do? Well, like, when I turned <laughs> and ran, I'm like... It, does, it doesn't, it feels like you're going to get in trouble. Well, because you know? I originally, like, went to go put my gun to face downrange. Mm -hmm. But they put targets there that you have to shoot. <laughs> like, you have to shoot that direction. Yeah. So, it was very cool. It was very fun. Yeah, I would definitely do it again. It'd be one of those things where, like, if me and you were going to go on a vacation for, like, a weekend to a lake, I'd want to go to one of the lakes up there and maybe shoot that match. Like, it was a time. lot of fun. They have, no, there was hotels on the lake. Like, they're everywhere. I'm saying not cabins. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it for shooting sports now. Um, we did have a uh, CCC that came through. So, CCC, this one's kind of fun. Uh, Colt 1911 and 45. A Colt single action in 45 long Colt. And a... Winchester Model 70 in 308. Wait, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So, I've always had like this, like, and I, I think I've told you, but I haven't, like, voiced it to many other people. Like, my retirement plan <laughs> is cowboy action. Yeah, it's only a few years away. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hope you choke on that cough drop. Rude ass. That's not nice. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I will say I'll compete with the cult single action. Um, oh, I see. And then progressively get older with your guns. Shut up. Too much. Uh, I'm going to crush the 308. Ooh. Oh, am I going to carry that? Why not? And I can sling it. That'd be kind of cool. Then I don't have to deal with the 1911 at all. I'm sorry, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like a nervous tick. No. <laughs> I never talked so much crap about 1911s until you gave me a hard time about the first time I did it. So now I have to continue. I have a reputation to hold. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, uh... Yeah. Let's sling out a 308. Okay. Alright. And you? Um, I'm going to crush the Model 70. Okay. I'm going to compete with the 1911. You're going to carry the single action? I'm going to carry a single action. Yeah, cowboy. All right. I'm going to get my little uh, Sylvester Stallone Expendables thing on. <laughs> Very cool. It doesn't say what kind, so... Just a cult single action of some sort. Get a, get a little bird's head, mm -hmm. little three inch barrel in it. Be kind of fun. And a forty five long colt with a three inch barrel. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound fun. It's not that bad. <laughs> the lack oh, of I sights. Have, I suck. have shot the the, the judge with the forty five yeah. long colt. So I guess it's not that bad. So and the single action's heavier. That's true. Oh no, I'm talking about the bulls, like not the. Not the Defender or the Poly one. I'm talking about this, the metal one. Anyways, we got that figured out for the CCCs. If you guys would like to hear more interesting CCCs, submit them. True. You we do enjoy them. Submit your questions and your CCCs, topics that you'd like us to discuss, all to us via email at pewtimepodcast at gmail.com. Direct message on Instagram at Laugh and Load or Facebook Messenger at Laugh and Load. Yep, subscribe, rate. That would be really awesome. If you guys are listening on your phones, take a screenshot of that, put it up in your stories, and make sure that you tag us so we can share that with everybody. Uh, we absolutely love seeing you guys show that you are listening to the podcast as it's dropping we're like wow people are actually listening to it they like it it's really exciting um it keeps us pumped and motivated to keep these coming out to you every single week and we really really appreciate you guys i can't tell you enough how much we do yep just tag us on your uh, regular shooting videos too yes and you'll never know which one you're gonna get you're gonna get the person that's gonna be like hey nice job or you're gonna get the one that's gonna go wow you really need to work on those reloads <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe both. Maybe both. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.